Welcome to the Habesha Finance Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve financial independence and overcome your money problems. I'm Matt, bringing you the education and tools to help you get your life back, build wealth, and make a difference. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 16. I'm your host, Matt, and I want to thank you for joining me on your Labor Day Monday. So for this episode, I want to start with a question. If you put $100 in a savings account that compounds 1% annually, how much will you have after one year? Do you have your answer? Hopefully, you know that the answer is $101. How about after two years? The total amount after two years is $102.01. Where does that one cent come from? Compound interest. And that one cent may seem insignificant to you, but in the grand scheme of things, that one cent will provide us a lot of education in this episode. This is one of my favorite personal finance topics. And compound interest is something no one has yet to truly figure out. I'm not even going to try to explain the mathematical formula and define the variables that go into compound interest. You can just go to Google or Bing and search compound interest formula if you want, and you'll find so much information that's out there. So what exactly is compound interest? Well, Bankrate.com says compound interest is a method of calculating interest whereby Interest earned over time is added to the principal. As with interest generally, compound interest is the key incentive for banks to issue loans and for depositors to keep money at banks. It is applied regularly to savings accounts or loans according to various compounding methods. That's a mouthful. And bottom line, compound interest is a phenomenon. It's this phenomenon where money saved, invested, or even loaned earns money and more is earned on top of what was previously earned, plus the initial amount saved, invested, or loaned. So your money makes money and that money also makes money and all of it basically gets added up together. I say it's a phenomenon because everyone knows generally what it is, but no one knows how to capture the true nature of what it is, the true essence of what compound interest is. Even Albert Einstein is said to have called, quote, the power of compound interest is the most powerful force in the universe, end quote. What I want to do next is go over what compound interest looks like for everyday monthly expenses. That $10 monthly entertainment subscription, the $4 daily latte, which translates to $120 a month, the $200 monthly cable internet bill, $523 car payment, and the $2,000 mortgage or apartment rent that you might have. Of course, these are general figures and the calculations I'm going to share with you are not an exact prediction of any future earnings, but I think this will be fun and eye-opening as you will see what compound interest can do 
for monthly bills and payments that you may not have to have. So I'm going to be using the compound interest calculator from investor.gov and I'll be sure to link that calculator in the show notes. This proved to be a great resource and I like that you have the option to look at a range of interest rates above and below whatever interest rate you choose. For this exercise, we're going to look at these five different savings amounts compounding annually at 8% over 40 years. Where does the 8% come from, you may ask? It's generally what the personal finance community agrees will be your long-term annual growth of money invested in a mutual fund like an S&P index fund or a total stock market fund. These are not guarantees, but a lot of confidence out there says that 8% is a safe number to base your future earnings off of. Okay, let's start with the $10 entertainment subscription. We all have that one subscription that we love to keep, whether it's Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, or whatever it may be that we quote-unquote need. In, in our household, we have Netflix, and we love Netflix, and we pay, you know, $8 a month for Netflix. So clearly there's nothing wrong with Netflix or Hulu or Amazon Prime. But let's catch ourselves before we start calling these needs instead of wants, right? So this $10 a month subscription, whatever it may be, compounded annually at 8% over 40 years gives you about $31,000. And guess how much you contributed? Only $4,800. So now you kind of see, wow, this $10 a month subscription that if I keep over the next 40 years could literally cost me having $31,000 saved up, invested in a mutual fund like the S&P index fund or a total stock market fund. So if you have three different subscriptions, you may want to think twice, right? Something tells me you'll reconsider the multiple paying subscriptions that you might have. And $31,000 may not seem like a lot, but you know that adds up to everything that you're saving and investing in. The next compound interest example that I'd like to talk about is the six-figure latte. I call it a six-figure latte because $4 daily equals $120 a month, right? About $120 a month. I'm not saying you don't have to get your latte, cappuccino, or coffee with two espresso shots, but you've got to be wise. $120 a month compounded annually at 8% over 40 years yields about $373,000. Of that, you only contributed $57,600. So that's how much you spent on lattes and cappuccinos over 40 years. I hope all of those lattes were worth the 300 plus grand that you gave up to have. The next example is our $200 cable internet bill. Someone can correct me on this, but I figured $200 a month on a cable internet bundle sounded about right. Either way, you're looking at missing out on approximately, drum roll please, $620,000. Yep, that $200 a month compounded annually at 8% over 40 years gives you about $620,000. Wow, 
What's even more amazing is that you contributed only $96,000 in that 40-year period. I don't know about you, but $600,000 in retirement sounds pretty good. Maybe, maybe not. That all depends on your expenses, cost of living, any debt you may have. And I think that's a topic that we'll have to cover on a future episode, right? Very soon. The second to last example that I want you to think about, that I want you to really consider is a car payment. This is one that really caught my eye, is how much we spend on a car. I'm pretty sure this was one example you were hoping I would skip, but I wouldn't be Brother F.I. if I didn't keep it real, like a brother should, right? So ladies and gentlemen, that $523 car payment, compounded annually at 8% over 40 years, yields about $1.6 million. How much did you contribute? $251,000. Of course, I know you don't have the same car payment for 40 years, but let's be real. Some of us do get new cars and stay with car payments for 15, 20, or 30 years. Knowing that math, I hope will wake you up. I hope will help you rearrange your priorities, your financial priorities. You can just get a reliable used car and pay cash for that. And over the next 30 to 40 years, you invest that $523. Because that's the difference between retiring a millionaire and not retiring a millionaire. And so the last example that we'll look over is the $2,000 mortgage. And for some of you, you may have a $2,000 rent. And this is more of a visual to motivate you to save as much as possible. Many of us will never be able to save this much per month. But in the previous example, with the car, $500 a month or even $400 a month, I think is very possible. But for the heck of it, let's see what saving $2,000 a month comes out to be. Compounded annually at 8% over 40 years gives you about $6.2 million. How much did you contribute? $960,000 of that 6.2 mil. Like I said, this is not an amount that I expect all of you listeners to be able to save. But if you can get to it $300 a month or $400 a month or even more than that over the next 30 to 40 years, I think there's a lot of confidence in me to say that if I did that, that I would be retiring a millionaire, that I could even retire early, not have to have this lavish lifestyle that requires having $6.2 million. So many people out there are living on a $600,000 retirement fund. It is happening. And a few of those people are in the financial independence, personal finance community. Just look them up. I'm pretty sure you will find countless articles, blogs, and different people out there who are doing this, who are putting this into action. Now that you see what compound interest can do, you have to make a choice. If you're not already saving and investing, you're missing out. And so I think I should go ahead and make this disclaimer, as every financial institution makes on their websites. Past performance is not an indication of future earnings. We could hit another recession tomorrow or fall into some very tough economic times over many years to come. This is always a possibility. 
But what I've learned through my research and study in the market, it's that throughout the wars, throughout all kinds of difficult times in U.S. history, the market has always been resilient. The market has always been strong. And it doesn't take much to save each month to be able to retire comfortably. And I'll say that if you're that pessimistic over the stock market, you can always diversify your investment portfolio with bonds, real estate, CDs, high-yield savings rate accounts that are FDIC insured. You can add other types of assets to your portfolio so that you're not putting all your eggs in one basket. But I think getting into that $200, $300 a month range of saving and investing in a mutual fund like the S&P 500 index fund or the total stock market index fund will do you more good than harm. I'll end with a quote that will hopefully make sense to you now. It's another Albert Einstein quote, although there is debate if he actually came up with it. But for this show, it doesn't matter. So here it is. Quote, compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands it earns it. He who doesn't pays it. End quote. Did you hear that? He who doesn't understand compound interest pays it. And he who does understand, or I'd say even somewhat understands, earns it. You don't have to know the details and intricacies of compound interest. You don't have to be able to calculate in your head how much this is going to give you compounded at this percent over the next however many years. What you need to understand is that compound interest will either work for you or against you. And it's my goal that after this episode, you will begin to let compound interest work for you. Thank you for spending your Labor Day Monday with me. I hope you all have a great and purposeful week.